I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. Um, it's out a little later than usual today, but life just got really hectic with work and I was supposed to finish work early yesterday to get it all done, but I didn't and I got stuck there and had to had to stay um, later than usual, so... So we're a little late today, but that's okay. Yeah, I hope everyone had a lovely Easter break last weekend and enjoyed their time off work and uni and life and everything. And even though we're all stuck at home this Easter, so it wasn't what we'd usually be doing, but I hope you still had a good time. Easter kind of just felt like another day for me because I wasn't with my family like I usually would be. I FaceTimed them and everything, but it wasn't exactly the same, so... That's okay, I guess. This week has actually gone by really quickly, I feel, which is nice. Work has been going by quite quickly this week. Well, it went by quickly um, because it's actually been quite a busy week for me. There was a lot going on, a lot of stories to try smash out. But yeah, it it was a good week, but it was quite hectic towards Friday and it was just really nice to do absolutely nothing last night and get takeaway and have a huge sleep in. I went to bed at 9.30 and really enjoyed my my sleep in this morning, which is good. So my thing that I'm loving this week is Grey's Anatomy. Um, it's on Stan if you want to watch it online or I'm sure it's other places as well. But I started watching Grey's last year. I think it was maybe December when I first moved out um, that I got onto it and I just got hooked. It's such an easy show to binge and it's so freaking good. But also it's so, so sad. When I first moved out, I got so sad that when I was watching the episodes that I would just cry after them. And I was like, no, I can't keep watching these anymore. I'm already in a fragile state. Like I can't do this to myself. I just get so sad. Um, Yeah, so I had to take a break from watching Grey's, but now I'm kind of back on my bullshit and um, I'm watching it again and I'm absolutely hooked. It breaks my heart a bit each episode and I know that most of the cast either die or leave the show so I'm not looking forward to that but I've like 
I love it. It's so good. And I really recommend if you want a TV show to be binging through quarantine time, watch Grey's. It'll probably make you really sad, but it's it's so easy to sit through and it it's just a really good show and it has made me realize that I most definitely do not want to be a surgeon. <laughs> I was talking to a friend about it and she said she started watching it and she was like, yeah, it makes me want to be a surgeon. And I was like, dude, it makes me the complete opposite. Like I'm very happy writing for a living and not cutting people open, that's for sure. For today's episode, I wanted to look at how you can make your mental health a little bit better during this quarantine time. I know that a lot of us will be feeling overwhelmed in this time and I said I think in the first episode that I don't think we need to be using this time at home to discover our hidden talents or open a business or start some side hustles or anything like that. And while it's all well and good if you want to do that, it's just also okay to accept that things are stressful and things are scary and kind of just lounge around and do nothing if that's what you feel like you need to be doing. Like that's perfectly okay. In saying this, I do think it's important to try and maintain a somewhat positive outlook on the situation because at the end of the day, that is what's going to get us through. And I know that things are quite scary or you might be stuck at home alone or you're feeling sad that you can't see your friends and everything like that. And like, I'm in the exact same boat. Trust me, I get upset about it too. But I think the most important thing is to try and remember that most likely we'll all come out of this okay and we will learn from this and it will shape us all, but like it's going to be okay at the end of the day and you'll be able to see your friends and your family and go out again soon. And I think keeping a positive outlook on the situation is really what's going to pull us through this and what we need to work on. So I thought it might be worthwhile to talk about some of the things that I've been doing during this time to try and keep myself feeling positive and my mental state feeling clear because uh, if this is your first time listening, I'm currently stuck. I live two hours away from my best friends, my family, my boyfriend, and the regional borders have been shut. So I'm actually not allowed to go back and see anyone until the whole coronavirus thing is over and restrictions are lifted again. So I'm basically stuck down here by myself, um, just going to work and seeing people at work and then coming home again. So I feel like for me personally, it's really important that I try and maintain a positive um, positive mindset. Otherwise I will get really down in the dumps and make myself really sad that I can't go see my boyfriend and my dogs and my family. And trust me, I've had my multiple nights of getting really upset over all of this. But at the end of the day, if I spend all my days feeling really sad about it, like I'm just going to be absolutely miserable because there's nothing I can do about it. So I think for me, trying to maintain a positive outlook is really what's pulling me through and making me feel really okay about everything that's going on. So the first thing I think is really worthwhile to try incorporate into your life is meditation. I've actually recently gotten into meditation, which is thanks to my lovely boyfriend, um, most of these mindfulness things are actually because of him. So he encourages me to try work on myself in the best way possible kind of thing to make sure I'm happy. And he wanted me to try meditation because it gave him such a sense of clarity and calmness. So I used the app Waking Up with Sam Harris and it's honestly, it is so great. I can't stress this enough. The sessions I do go for 10 minutes and I do them before bed. And honestly, it's 
life-changing. Like I feel so much clearer and I sleep so much better when I do it before bed because I'm calm, I'm relaxed, I know everything's going to be okay, I can process my thoughts better and it just kind of puts me in a sleepy mood as well. But my boyfriend does some in the morning as well and he says that it's a great way to kickstart his day. So I think you can kind of put it wherever you have time and you don't have to use that app. You only get five free episodes um, of guided meditations, but there's heaps of different apps and there's things you can probably get free ones on YouTube of guided meditation. Um, but it's a really great thing to get into because I just think that you only need to set aside a couple minutes a day. You don't need to do 10 minutes if you don't have the time, just a couple minutes, but it really does make a difference, I feel. And with everything going on right now, like it's such a good time to try and refocus your thoughts so you're not stressing yourself out and just come back and take a few minutes to sit, sit upright, close your eyes and just focus on your breathing and what you're doing in that current moment. But yeah, if you want to try it out, um, the app I use is Waking Up with Sam Harris. I actually spoke to someone who runs a meditation and yoga studio where I live for a story um, for work on... Thursday I think it was or Friday um, and she had some really interesting things to say. She basically told me that it's so easy to get caught up in the stresses of day-to-day living especially with everything that's going on at the moment but practicing mindfulness is such a quick and simple task that can really leave such a lasting impact on people And some people will see instant results while others may take longer to get the results they're looking for and to get in the swing of things and get used to how mindfulness works and how meditation works and what works for them. But she said by taking a few minutes out of your day to practice honing your mind into what you're actually doing and just taking a minute to pause, it can make such a big difference. Something else she was talking about was how meditation and practicing mindfulness was about creating a neutral period, kind of between your reaction and the information that you've received. So it kind of gives yourself time to breathe and process things better rather than just jumping into something straight away but getting a task or getting some news or something and taking a few minutes to go okay let's hone in on myself let's just breathe a little bit and then let's go from here and yeah she said it's all about creating that neutral like coming back to neutral before you react so putting a little pause in between what's going on in your life to try to recenter yourself and I thought that was quite interesting Another thing that I found interesting was she said you don't need to sit down and meditate for 10 minutes or something to practice mindfulness. If you're a really busy person, you can incorporate it into your daily life in different ways, which I thought was quite interesting because she said you can be busy washing the dishes and still practice mindfulness there. And just instead of angrily scrubbing about what your partner and you had a fight over or how stressful your day was at work, but instead just recenter yourself and focus on I'm washing the dishes, I'm washing the dishes, I'm washing the dishes. And it kind of trains your brain in that way, I guess. I think that's what she said to rehone your mind to focus on what's actually happening in that moment. Yeah, and I just thought all of that was quite interesting. Um, I mean, I know some people probably think mindfulness is a bit like a bit of a hippie thing, I guess, and I kind of did too because my mum's really into all of this stuff and I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, mum. But I have found that meditation and trying to 
being more mindful of myself and my feelings and everything has actually made me feel a lot better during this time. So I recommend it, doing it if if you want to try something out to try and better your mental state. Another thing um, I recommend for clearing your mind is getting into yoga. Now, I can't really give much advice on this because I'm still in the real beginning of getting into yoga myself and I really want to do it more. But from the the few times that I've been doing it lately, I have found that it's such a relaxing activity and it still is a good workout. And similar to meditation, I think it's a really calming thing and good for the mind. And the lady that I was previously talking about who runs the meditation and yoga studio, she was saying that yoga and mindfulness kind of go hand in hand. And if some some people find that doing yoga actually works better for them rather than trying to sit down and meditate because it has the physical element in as well. So you're kind of working your body while also working your mind. And she said one thing about how um, a lot of people seem to feel like their kind of mind and body are disconnected, but yoga kind of brings all of that together by using your physical body while also um, bringing the mind into play. I feel like my voice is a bit croaky today. I don't know what's going on there, but there's also heaps of easy YouTube videos, which is where I found um, yoga routines that you can kind of follow along to. And I really want to start doing this more and try to incorporate yoga into my week, maybe one or two times a week, just because from the few times I've done it, like I have felt so calm afterwards and it is still a really good way to get some exercise. But yeah, I think getting exercise is another thing where if you want to improve your mental state, it really does make the difference. And I know everyone says this, but it's honestly, it's so true. If you want to improve your mentality and how you're feeling, I'd recommend just doing some exercise or just honestly getting some fresh air. And I know that's not kind of ideal right now, but even if you just go for a walk outside, like anything really counts and it really, you really will notice a difference, especially if you're doing something outside in the sun and getting that sunshine on you, you'll feel so much better. I know that when I'm feeling stressed or anything, um, I find that if I go for a walk and then listen to a podcast or just listen to some music or call a friend while I'm going for a walk, I feel so much better once I come back and I feel so much more recentered and and calmer and everything. And I just, I really recommend that. And then also trying to incorporate some exercise into your home routine. And I know with gyms being closed and most exercise classes not running, although I think some might be running online, but I'm not really sure. It, it's kind of thrown a spanner in the works of all of our exercise routines and our regimes and everything, but there are still plenty of things that um, we can do at home. I've been trying to get into running, uh, which I'm definitely not the best at at all in the slightest, but I'm doing my best to try and go a couple times a week. So, so far I went three times last week and I've gone twice this week, so hopefully I'll go tomorrow as well. But yeah, I've been trying to to incorporate running and I've also been doing some at-home workouts, but I find that by setting myself these exercise goals, it kind of gives me something to try and achieve during the week, especially for people who are just may like not have any work or any uni or anything to do, like maybe setting some exercise goals will give you something to work towards during your week and that may find that you've given yourself a bit more structure or something, maybe that will help you out. 
Yeah, but I've also, aside from running, I've been trying to to do some at-home workouts. <laughs> and I usually just follow like a YouTube video or something. But there's honestly, there's so many free videos online, especially on YouTube, where people do like hit workouts or plenty of equipment free workouts and there's so many different types of workouts to find like honestly there's so many people you can find someone who plays the music you like or you can play your own music and mute the video there's people who do timed workouts there's like ones for your legs there's ones for your abs there's like you'll find different instructors that you like there's so much content on there and I feel like if we're all stuck at home and you do want to get into working out like All you really need is an exercise mat. Like you can wear whatever clothes you're comfortable in. If you don't have an exercise mat and your shops are sold out, because I know Kmart is sold out near me, just use a towel. Like, or just lay somewhere comfortable on the floor, or you might be up on your feet in the workout anyway. But there are little ways that you can incorporate what you have into your workout. Like I've got, I think all I have is, um, some resistance bands and an exercise mat and I've just been using stuff like my dining table chairs to do step ups or tricep dips and everything so I'm just trying to work with what I have to try and incorporate some exercise into my routine and I know like I'm not perfect with this there's been most of this most days this week actually I've been like I've come home from work and I've been really tired and I'm just like not in the mood And that's okay. Like you don't have to push yourself to do something every day and you shouldn't be too harsh on yourself about it. But if you're looking to kind of feel a bit more positive towards life, I know I always feel a lot better when I try to do some exercise um, in my day, just even like a little bit, even a 20 minute workout or a 10 minute workout or just going for a little walk or run really does make a difference. Another thing that I've kind of re-gotten involved with is journaling. Um, Journaling is something I've always felt helped to clear my mind and made me feel better when I was upset. But honestly, I've always had such a lazy relationship with it. Like I would write whenever I was really sad and upset, but that was about it. And I went back and I read through some of my last entries and they were all so sporadic and it was all just times I was really, really sad or like towards the beginning of the year where I'd write out some New Year's goals that I would just never look at again. So I found that I really want to get back into what I'm trying to do anyway is um, try to write a couple times a week, just about how I'm feeling, how my week is going, just to try and get more in touch with my emotions and to process how I'm feeling a bit better so I can better understand myself. And I don't know, I guess it'll help my judgment of things that are going on with me and and help me not put too much pressure on other people to deal with my emotions. That sounds... I don't know. I feel like that's the best way to explain it. Like I want to be able to, if I'm feeling a bit stressed or anxious or if I'm sad or even if I'm really happy, like of course I'll tell my friends and I'll tell my boyfriend, but I want to come to myself first and kind of scroll it all out and think, why do I feel this way? What's going on? And actually process my thoughts before I unintentionally lash out on someone else. And it's not about, I guess, placing a burden on someone else that's not really how I feel but it's more that I want to be able to process things properly myself before I tell someone else just because uh, everyone's going through a really stressful time right now and I feel like it's 
good to try understand how you're feeling so you can explain to someone else, oh, I'm feeling really upset, I'm feeling really stressed and this is why. All I'm looking from you is for like some kind words or something that's what would make me feel better right now. But yeah, I mean, with journaling, you can kind of take from it whatever you want to do. It's something really good to look back on. Like I love reading back old journal entries and just thinking I'm in such a different headspace and such a different place in my life right now. So from that angle, it's really cool. And I wish I did it more frequently. So like six months time, I can go and read them and be like, oh, wow, that's what I was doing back then. But Aside from that, even like you can be as creative as you like with it. Like you can just write a couple dot points or you can write some weekly goals, which is what I've been trying to do. And you can really, you can really do anything. You can make it like a scrapbook form or something like that. You can be as creative as you want with it. But yeah, I think that that's something that can really help you to de-stress and kind of understand how you're feeling and why you're feeling like that and kind of process those emotions and that's something that I'm definitely trying to do at the moment and something I want to get better at because I don't just want to journal when I'm feeling really sad like I want it to be a frequent thing but I've always found that if I put too much pressure on myself and I say I'm going to journal every single day like I don't do it at all and that's when I'll pick it up like once a month or not even that like once every like four months or something but yeah so I'm setting myself not really a goal, but I guess give myself a little push just to to try jot down a couple sentences whenever I can because it doesn't need to be. I don't need to write an essay. I just want to try get my feelings out there and process how I am feeling because although we're not alone because we can see everyone via social media and that sort of thing, like if you're living alone like me, when you come home at the end of the day, like you're stuck with yourself. So you may as well get to know yourself better you may as well you use yourself as your best friend and kind of develop on that relationship with yourself and better understand yourself and how you react to things and why that's so kind of on the other other side of the spectrum from journaling but reading is another thing that I think can impact your mood I think spending too much time looking at screens um isn't isn't that beneficial I think at least for me personally, the longer I spend looking at my screen, it kind of makes me a little bit anxious, especially if it's before bed. Then I feel like I think it's the blue light that messes with your head before bed and keeps you awake for longer. So there's like a specific time that's recommended you um, don't go on your phone after, but I don't know what that is. And I probably don't even stick to that. So that's not really that important to me. But I find that if I read before bed, even just like half an hour and then don't go on my phone after that. I feel a lot more relaxed going into sleep and I find that I fall asleep easier. And also on the weekends, I've been stuck with a lot of spare time and I don't want to spend that time like scrolling through social media and being like, oh, what is everyone up to? Oh, people are still going out and seeing their friends when I'm like stuck here and literally can't see anyone and just want everyone else to stay home so I can come home sooner. But that's okay. No hard feelings. (laughs) No, but I found I've really gotten into reading again recently and I've been like speeding through some books, but also there's some really, there's some really great stuff out there. And like reading, honestly, if you're not, if you're not a reader, like that's fine. You don't have to be, you can find something else that's fun. Like, I don't know, knitting, 
or like scrapbooking or I don't know, something that just doesn't involve technology. So you can just take a break and rest your brain, rest your eyes and just you can invest yourself in another world with reading. And that's something that I really love. You take a break from what's going on in your own life and you just kind of get really invested in these characters. And I know I've seen a lot of people in like book club, book club groups on Facebook. Like I'm in the shameless media shameless podcast book club group on Facebook. And that's where I get a lot of really good recommendations from. I recommend you join a, um, a Facebook reading group or you like follow some friends on Goodreads or something like that. So you can like keep up with what other people are reading and get some good recommendations. But I lost my train of thought there, (laughs) but it's just like, like reading a book and getting transported to another world is honestly something I would recommend that we all kind of need right now because our world is a little bit crazy so it might make you feel better if you can get invested in a rom-com or something like that oh I remembered I've seen a lot of posts of people saying that like they just feel like reading like cheesy young adult romance fiction right now and I'm honestly like I completely understand that because I freaking loved those books when I was like a couple years younger and there's nothing wrong with it like I love me a cheesy romance book and sometimes that's just what you need like you need to read about something that's like cute and happy and you're reading it and you're like oh they're totally gonna get together but then when they finally do get together you're like oh oh my god I can't believe it happened like that sort of thing but like there's nothing wrong with that and there's just so many options out there for you to read and like it's something that shouldn't really be affected by the pandemic because even if you don't want to go out to your local bookstore and buy some books, but I mean, if they're still open, that's a good way to support them. But like you can get them delivered to your door online, although there may be a bit of a delay in delivery, but like it's still something that's available for you. So yeah, I've been getting into reading recently. Um, I have a Goodreads account actually that I'm trying to use. So I'll I'll link that below and if you want to you can connect with me and we can we can keep each other updated on our reading reading adventures if you're someone who enjoys that. But yeah, reading and journaling um are what I'm trying to get into at the moment. And then the other things I really do want to try get into yoga myself. I mean, hopefully, hopefully I can do it. And yeah, meditation has been helping me a lot. I'm I've been doing that nightly now. And I just think it's it really does have an impact. So I think if you try to incorporate some little things, like you don't have to do all of these or you can do none of them, you can do something completely different. But if you do try to incorporate little things to make yourself feel calmer and a little bit better about what's going on, it really can shift your perspective. Like by incorporating these things into my life for about like two weeks now, I really have felt the shift in my mentality and my outlook towards things. And I feel like I am feeling a lot more positive and optimistic about what's going on. And it's not like it's not being naive or anything because I like I work in the news, as I've said a bunch of times. I kind of like I have a good grasp of what's going on and I know that it's a serious situation and it's not to be taken lightly. But I think it is important to be able to take a step back and to just do a few little things that really make you feel a lot better because at the end of the day, like your mental health is what's most important. And if you're focusing on things that are really scary and dark and sad, like you're just not going to be feeling good. And that's such an obvious connection. But I think you should just try your best, maybe try one of these things and hopefully they can help you to to feel 
a shift in your mindset and to feel a bit more positive and to experience that that mental glow up rather than a physical glow up or anything like that because you don't need to put pressure on yourself to go out and do all these crazy things and completely change yourself during this period of isolation like you don't have to do all of that unless you want to but I think incorporating just little things like this like going for a walk once a day just trying to move your body like reading reading a book instead of I don't know, instead of scrolling through Instagram for the 10th time before bed, like just little changes can really, really help you feel a shift. And I hope that that you guys will feel the kind of same mentality shift that I have and that they've helped these things will help you feel as positive as I'm feeling at the moment. So yeah, I just wanted to spend today's episode sharing those those sorts of things that I've been doing to try and make myself feel a bit more positive and a bit more optimistic about the world and what's going on and about myself. Because at the end of the day, like we're stuck with ourselves. You may as well try being your own best friend and and just go from there. But yeah, sorry today's episode was a bit later than usual, guys, but I did want to incorporate some some of the things that I learned from the the meditation and yoga instructor and I did only get to speak to her recently. And life's just been a little bit hectic, as I'm sure you could all imagine. But um, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode, and I'll be back in your ears next Friday. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy your weekends. See ya. Yep. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.